Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. I'm in John chapter number one. I'm going to take my text there. You're going to need your Bibles. We're going several places tonight. John chapter number one. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I literally just thought I'd come in here and read a verse tonight and get everybody up in the pool and let them testify, but God put this on me, and I just can't uh, get away from it, and I'm not trying, just to be honest, I know when he drops it and you laugh, you better, you better pour it out on someone else, or it'll be rough the next time you get up if you don't, and uh, John chapter number one and verse number, uh, I, I told Wade uh, 28, uh, did I say 28, Brother Wade? 29, well, let's go to 28. How about that? Let's go up one. Tells us where this was done. Found John 1 in verse 28, shout amen. amen. These things were done in Bethabara beyond Jordan where John was baptizing. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. John's saying, it's not me. I'm telling you, if preachers, singers, movie stars, whoever they might be, if they say it's them, I'm telling you, they're in trouble. If they're not pointing you to Jesus, don't listen to them. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. And John bear record. Saying I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove. And it abode upon him. And I knew him not. But he that sent me to baptize with water. The same said unto me. Upon whom thou shalt see the spirit descending. And remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. Father, I love you. Thank you for the night and the place and the time. And I'm glad there's a home in heaven. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. Jesus is right in the middle. I pray you'd fill my mouth, guard my tongue, help me be accurate in the scripture tonight, Lord. And I pray you'd speak to the hearts of your people. Encourage us with the word of God. Touch my voice. Help me, God, give me strength in my body. Touch the new converts that will be baptized tonight. And God, maybe the one that's been saved a while and just needed a refresher. I pray you do it for your glory and honor. asking in my king's name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, what we have here is the baptism of Jesus. Did Jesus need to be baptized? Did Jesus have any sin about him? No. But the father wanted him to be baptized that it might identify him as the son of God. I left this verse off and, 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 uh, and here's what he said. He said, he saw the spirit and this is, and I saw and have bare record that this is the son of God. That's, that's why Jesus was baptized to identify him as the son of God. You know why we're baptized? Where's my advertiser tonight? Which one of the kids said, I want to see them be advertised? So we are identified 
as son, as a son of God. Not the son of God, a, a son of God. We are baptized to identify us as that. Here we have the baptism of Christ. Now, I want us to look quickly at another baptism in Acts. In the book of Acts chapter number 1 or chapter number 2. Acts chapter number 2. I'm turning pages with you. Now first we see the baptism of Christ. Why was Jesus baptized? To identify him. A plus for Dennis. To identify him as the son of God. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. John saw it. John bear record. The world don't like that. I don't care. The word of God's true. Let God be true and every man alive. So now we're going to see the baptism of the church. We see the baptism of Christ. Now we're going to see the baptism of the church. This was, I'm not going to get into it, but this was prophesied in Joel. Joel said this was going to happen. If the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the priests, they had it memorized, but they didn't know what it meant. Big difference in memorization and understanding. They did not understand. Why? Because when this occurred, they would have said, Whoa, this is it, out of Joel. But they hated this bunch of people. They persecuted them so that they were dispersed. But that was part of God's plan as well. Are you still with me? Acts chapter, chapter number 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, 50 days after the first fruits of Christ had been resurrected, just like the feast had, had, had dictated would occur in Leviticus chapter 23. Now we see Pentecost come to fruition here in Acts chapter number 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty, as of a rushing mighty wind. Remember, it's a sound. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. That meant divided or split. And it set up on each one of them. So each one of them got this. What is this? And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. What did we just read out of John? This is the one that will baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Here we see it coming to fruition. It is the baptism of the church. This is a corporate baptism. It's not, it's not singular. Every Jew gathered in that upper room is about to be baptized. Why? This had never taken place before. When something has never taken place before, there has to be a transition period. That's what takes place in the book of Acts. It is a transitional book. It is the setting up of the church. You're witnessing the birth of the church by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is a miracle of God. What? Why was this necessary? 
They didn't understand everyone. Point one, truth. You know what the Jews had to have? The Jews had to have a sign. They're not going to believe it without a sign. I'm going to tell you, they didn't believe it with a sign. But that's what, that's what occurred. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of where every nation were under heaven. That's from all over the place, as Brother Jimmy said. Now, when this was north abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded. They didn't understand it. Because that every man heard them speak in his own. No, no. Oh! And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? Now listen. It said they spake with different tongues, so I believe it was different. I believe they spake that with, a, with something not native to them. But these men heard it in their own native language. That's miraculous as well. So there's a whole bunch of miracles taking place here. And how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born and, and, and it lists them out. I'm not going through all that. So then Peter stands up and gives a message and he tells them where this, where this was prophesied and why it was taking place. And the, and the multitude believe, but there's always some that don't believe. Always. So what we have here, understanding this now, what we have here, we have read the baptism of Christ we see the baptism of the church. The baptism of the church was by the Spirit. It didn't stop there. Do you understand this is the order of this? There has to be a baptism first by the Holy Ghost. Amen. There has to be a Holy Ghost baptism or you're just wet. That's all, that's all it is. Well, I got, I got to read on down. Now, in verse 38 of this chapter, you can come down to verse 38. It's okay. Now, and, and, well, let's go to 37 so we'll get in context. Now, when they heard this, they heard the preaching of Peter, and Peter tells them what's taking place here, and they're hearing it all in their own language. They're, they're, I mean, this, hey, this is miraculous. And then they say, well, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. What's that? Conviction. Conviction. Godly sorrow worketh repentance unto salvation. The conviction is a sure sign of the draw of God. Here they're giving the conviction. They're pricked in their heart. And they said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent. Confession, confessing is something you say. Repentance is something you do. It's an about face. You change direction. So once they're pricked in their heart, they can call on the Lord. They believe on the Lord. They repent, Brother Josh Myers. They turn from where they, the direction they were going. They turn, they're going another direction. And then when they do that, something needs to happen. And be baptized. Part of you, if you feel like it. 
No, I don't read that. I just interject in that make sure you're reading the Bible. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He is imparting power upon them. We find this when Jesus told them, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And there we have the power. He's, he's in reference to the, the, the Spirit has come. They have believed. They are going to be baptized. They are being baptized in the Spirit also by repentance for the remission of sin. You know what happened right here? The church was born. Because you had to get in. You had to be born again. So first we see the birth of Christ. Then we see the birth of the church. Now, now I want you to see, or the baptism. We see the baptism of Christ. see the baptism of the church. Now we go to Romans chapter 6. You know it's going to wind up there. Romans chapter 6, and we're going to see the baptism of Christians. That's why tonight, that's why tonight I'm going to ask each one of these candidates up here to look out over this congregation and tell, tell you why, I'm, why the preacher's going to baptize you. They're going to tell you why I'm going to baptize them. And we call that, I call that, it's my personal preference. You can call it whatever you want to, but I like to call it a statement of faith. I like to call it a statement of faith. They look out, they say, however, in their own words, however they want to say it, the Lord has saved me. Now I've given some opportunity and they nearly preached a message. That's okay. You're going under the water when you get through preaching. Going down. I'm sorry Randall Youngblood isn't here tonight. I held him down and I counted seven. I normally just dunk someone, raise them right back up, and by the way, relax totally when you do it. If you relax, the water does the work, but if you go stiffen up on me, you're going to make the preacher wrench his back, and I don't do that. I'm feeling better, so I don't want to re-injure anything. Just totally relax. Take a deep breath, relax, go under the water. The water does the work. Randall said, hold me down. I need a real good purging. I counted to seven. I thought that's complete. He'll be all right now. He come up shouting. I think it's all right. Now in Romans chapter 6, what have we seen here? We've seen the baptized, baptizing of Christ. It identified him as the Son of God. We've seen the baptism of the church. It identified them as the body. We're going to see the, the, the baptism of Christians and it advertises us. Whichever child said that, that's the best definition I've heard. It's good. Romans chapter 6, if you're there, let me say, hear you say amen. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? The answer is no. God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And living, living is not an occasional stumble. Living here is continuing in that. I'm living today. I'm still alive. You still with me? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Here is the identification. 
We're being identified with him because I can't take you out here and bury you in a grave, cover you up with dirt, and then uncover you to, to typify his resurrection. We're going to do it in a liquid grave. Everybody going to see you go down dry. They're going to see you come up wet. I'm not taking the bottle and sprinkling some on you. The word baptismo here in the Greek means fully wet. To be fully wet. So we see identified because baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, even so we also should walk in the newness of the life. Now we see them identified and this is where they're testified. This is the testifying. We see the identifying. Now we see the testifying. What is that? It's the newness of life. If anyone was to follow you around for a 24-hour period, they should be able to tell by watching you that you are in the body of Christ and you're walking in the newness of life. My little grandson gets up in the morning. Anytime that he's with us or we're down there, when I wake up, first thing I do, I get up, I put on the coffee, I get the Bible, and three Tootsie Rolls, and I read the Word of God, drink my coffee, and eat my Tootsie Rolls every single day. Pat packs them when we go on revival. I said, you get the Tootsie Rolls? <laughs> I got you Tootsie Rolls. Okay. There's something about it that helps me. Helps me in the morning. The Word of God's sweet, and Tootsie Rolls are sweet too. So it just helps me. And, and he walks in there, he walks in there, and he'll walk in real quiet. Mark, and he'll look, and he'll sit, stand there and stare at me. I'm reading the Bible. I know he's there, but I don't pay him no attention. So then he comes over, and he touches me or says something. <clears throat> and I say, Colin, Paul's got to read his Bible. Okay. You know what's burned in his mind, Brother Dennis, already? Every morning when Paul gets up, he reads the Word of God. I mean, before we play, before we watch anything, before we do anything, what's he going to do? Every time I saw, here's what he's going to remember when I'm dead and gone. Every time I woke up in the morning, I walked in there, sitting at the table was old Pa with the book open, cup of coffee and three Tootsie Rolls. Every day, there, I seen him, he had the Bible open every day. If someone followed you around, they should be able to tell. If you're walking in the newness of life, now I'm not talking about walking around reading the Bible every morning of every day, but there's something that you are involved in throughout your daily activity that people ought to see in you as walking in the newness of life. It is the testimony of the Christian. Now, this baptism tonight is going to identify them and is going to testify to what has occurred in their life. And lastly, tonight, for, oh, I'm going to get you in there by 7 o'clock. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall, boy, I like this. We shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. What is that? What is that? That's the glorification. That's being glorified. We're identified, we're testified, and we're glorified. We are glorified, not yet. Not yet, I've still got too many problems. But one day, so my cousin put a picture of Uncle Lyle Ledbetter 
up on the Facebook there yesterday. I seen it, and he was born on the 30th. A lot of preachers born in April. I seen a picture of him. He's sitting there holding the baby. And I think he's semi Joe that he's holding. And Robin, my cousin's little girl, his grandchild. I think it was... And he said he prayed and he prayed that God would call one of the Ledbetter boys to preach. He said, I prayed and I prayed about the Ledbetter boys. He said, God didn't give me a Ledbetter, he gave me a McCoy. And he called me nephew all the time. So he called me, called me nephew. And uh, there he said, he's holding that baby. And this, this thought come to me, Randy. I, I wrote on there and sent it back to her. I said, reunion day someday. But he'd lost a lot of his, he's nearly bald in the picture and his, for his diabetes and his other illnesses. His arthritis had took its toll on him and his clothes was a little tattered, little, there's a little too big for him where he'd lost weight and, and it probably wasn't the best picture he ever took. But the thought come to me, he don't look like that now. But as, he, as good as he looks today, there's coming a day when the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. What are you saying? Bobby Taze, that's when, praise God, we are glorified. We're put in the same body when he shall appear. What will we be? Like him. What is all that about, preacher? That's about the baptism of Christ, the baptism of the church, and the baptism of individual Christians today. And Christians need to be baptized. If you've really been saved and you don't want to be baptized, I'm questioning whether you got it or not. It's not my right, not my call. I don't make the call. God makes the call. But I'm wondering why, why, if he, why if he took up his abode in you, would you not follow the word of God and want to be testified in front of these people tonight or any sometime that I have put on Christ? I'm wondering, I'm wondering about that. So, Before I call everybody back, we're going to stand at our feet. Verena's going to play a verse and chorus of a song. And if you have need to pray over something or pray about something, or you're here and you're unsaved, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit's come and convicted you, you've never been baptized. Because if you've not been baptized by the Spirit of God and put into the body of Christ, you're lost tonight. Amen. If you have not the Spirit of Christ, he said in, in Romans 8, if you have not the Spirit of Christ, you're none of His. That's pretty plain. You've got to have the Spirit of Christ. If you don't have that Spirit tonight and the Holy Ghost convict you of that, you could come, call upon the name of the Lord. Praise God, get saved tonight. We've got a robe back here, so I didn't bring any clothes. We've got a robe. We'll put you in that and baptize you. While she plays, if anyone needs to pray, you're welcome to come. Father, we love you. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.